Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Woman from Wichita killed in Christmas Day crash. We have the story. Lawmakers may talk seriously about the border this week. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. We will have some slick spots on the road this morning as temperatures fell below freezing. How long will snow chances stay in our forecast? Complete details here in just a few minutes. A woman from Wichita is dead after a Christmas Day crash five miles west of Larned. Highway Patrol says weather conditions were a factor. 86-year-old Evelyn Reese of Wichita was killed in the crash. 27-year-old Braden Smith of Larned was hospitalized in Wichita with possibly serious injuries. Two people suffered minor injuries. The Highway Patrol reports a pickup driven by Braden Smith went out of control on snow and ice, crashing head-on with a car containing four people. The Cowley County Sheriff releasing a statement saying the body of missing 69-year-old Janet Spoon was found in a pond west of Winfield. Spoon had gone missing after her car broke down. The car was found disabled, and autopsy is pending on her cause of death. Lawmakers will have much to do when they return from the holiday break. Border security is among top concerns. Fox's Chad Pergram tells us, more from Washington, D.C. The border surge is now consuming most debates in Washington. The administration engaged late in the talks, and now the discussions are on pause until Wednesday. That means if they are able to get a deal, Congress will not wrestle with this until well into January. Some Democrats oppose a middle ground on border security because of potential changes to asylum and parole. That's posing a problem for the administration grappling with the status of people who crossed the border illegally. And there are some Republicans who are resistant to any border security pact at all. That's why it's a challenge to forge a deal. Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues to send migrants at uh, the border to many Democrat-led sanctuary cities. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson is threatening to sue. Blizzard conditions striking millions of people in the Great Plains. Fox's Matt Finn with the story. A powerful and dangerous winter storm is continuing to intensify across the Great Plains. And it's packing quite the punch, bringing heavy snow, strong winds, ice, and sleet to the region. Right now, more than a half million people in South Dakota and Nebraska are under blizzard warnings. Some places could see more than a foot of snow before it's over. The same system will bring soaking rain to the south, Midwest, and East Coast by midweek. Near zero visibility, blowing snow, high winds, leading to crashes and closed roads in the northern plains. War rages on in the Middle East as the Israeli defense system 
works to expand their operations in Gaza. Fox's Trey Yinks has the latest from Tel Aviv. The Israelis say the bodies of five hostages were found in this intricate network of tunnels. This week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's wife, Sarah, wrote a letter to Pope Francis asking for help to pressure Hamas to free the remaining hostages. Thousands of miles away in Vatican City, Pope Francis delivered his traditional Christmas Eve mass. He didn't mention the Israelis or Palestinians by name, but said this. Tonight, our hearts are in Bethlehem, where the Prince of Peace is once more rejected by the futile logic of war, by the clash of arms that even today prevents him from finding room in the world. A little-known fact about Gaza, there are actually 800 Palestinian Christians who live there. 17 Israeli soldiers were killed over the weekend. A suspect in custody after a standoff in South Wichita that was overnight Saturday near 31st and Palisade. A police SWAT unit on the scene, went inside the residence about 7 in the morning on Christmas Eve on Sunday where the suspect was asleep. Police say the situation was resolved peacefully. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. College football bowl game action tonight. The Kansas Jayhawks in Phoenix, and we'll preview the KU bowl game coming up in sports. No Powerball winner over the weekend. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Stephen in the morning, KNSS, 8.10 now, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. President Joe Biden has ordered retaliatory airstrikes against the Iranian-backed militia groups after three U.S. service members were injured in a drone attack in northern Iraq. National Security Council spokeswoman Adrian Watson said one of the U.S. troops suffered critical injuries in the attack that occurred earlier Monday. Former President Donald Trump is fighting the 91 state and federal criminal charges against him. This report from Fox's David Spunt. Former President Donald Trump making a late Saturday pitch to a federal appeals court, hoping the judges will throw out charges relating to attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. In the filing, Trump's team calls his criminal indictment unlawful and unconstitutional. Writing President Trump has absolute immunity from prosecution for his official acts as president. The indictment alleges only official acts, so it must be dismissed. The filing comes a day after the U.S. Supreme Court declined to fast-track the case, a temporary blow for special counsel Jack Smith. Smith wanted the January 6th trial to start on March 4th, one day before Super Tuesday. But the ruling will likely cause the trial to be delayed. No Powerball winner over the weekend. The Christmas night drawing bringing no massive gift to anyone as no tickets matched all six numbers to claim the $638 million prize. The jackpot inching even higher toward Wednesday night's drawing. There were three lucky winners who will take home a million dollars for matching all five white numbers and two more won two million each with the power play option. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. 8.12 now, 12 minutes past 8 o'clock. Stephen, 10 in the morning. And right now in traffic here in the Wichita area, well, things are looking okay out there. Not seeing any huge traffic problems. Uh, nothing to speak of out there, so that's uh, pretty good news. Uh, we do have high-ish traffic volumes. Really not like we would normally be seeing this time of day. And this is about the time of the day when it starts to wind down. So things looking pretty good. Just continue to watch out for the slick spots due to some snowfall 
Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. They've got two locations now, downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. And you can check it all out at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With occasional snow this morning, it is going to remain breezy and cold today with a high temperature 36. Cloud cover will stick with us overnight. Hello, 29. Been partly sunny and breezy through much of Wednesday with a high in the upper 30s. Flight conditions Wednesday night and Thursday with a high 39. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now we have a report of light snow in the area, 31 degrees and a southwest wind gusting to 25 miles per hour. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Today is Tuesday, December 26, 2023, a day after uh, Christmas, of course. On this date in 2004, more than 230,000 people, mostly in Southern Asia, were killed by a 100-foot-high tsunami triggered by a 9.1-magnitude earthquake beneath the Indian Ocean. 230,000 people. Just, my goodness. Terrible day. Terrible. Terrible tragedy. Here in Wichita, uh, yesterday, a cloudy, windy, colder day for Christmas. And uh, high temperatures, just 35 degrees. Normal high for the date is 44. Stephen Taylor, the morning here on KNSS. Okay, what is it? Oh, I wanted to talk about a little bit about movies because... We were indoors a lot over the weekend and trying to find the old Christmas movies. I saw two versions, watched two versions of Christmas Carol. Aha! Uh-huh. The 1938 version and the 1951. You did 38 and 51. 51's the one I like best. It has a little more in it. My dad and my sister like that one the best. Uh, Holiday Affair with uh, Robert Mitchum and uh, Janet Lee was, you know, that's one I used to not be able to find very often, but anymore they've got it. It floods. I like that it movie a lot. A lot. So I saw that one. What else? Miracle on 34th. I just, we watched some of that, but not all of it. And what else? Uh, my At my son's house, uh, Elf was on last night. And uh, okay. My kids say, oh, it's a great movie. I think, eh, okay. What about a Christmas? I think it's a Christmas classic. Do you? Apparently, about, we disagree on that. What about uh, Christmas Story? Just an absolute classic. That's a good film. Instant classic. I don't, you know, I I, I like it. I, yeah, I like it by the old scenes from the 50s because that's the way the world looked when I was about that kid's age <laughs> with the cars and everything. So anyway, how about you? Did you any good movies, good films over the weekend then? You know, I watched, I ended up watching some stuff from the 70s. I watched the, uh, the Carol Burnett show and the skit of Eunice. Oh, Eunice, yeah. The Christmas episode of Eunice and the family where Alan Alda plays her brother who comes over to visit. And, of course, Eunice and Mama and Ed all just gang up on him. <laughs> it was very funny. And I watched a couple of old ep- Christmas episodes of the Bob Newhart show from the 70s. Right. And they were, that was making me laugh out loud, too. God, that that, uh, that stuff's uh, still funny 50 years later. That Newhart show, yeah. I never missed that show when it was, when it was current, you know. I never missed it. It was just it was funny. And Bob Newhart was perfect. He oh. was a perfect person. Yeah, me. and 
it's one of those deals where he's the straight man and everybody else is doing, funny. is doing the funny stuff and just he's just <laughs> looking at him and you're just laughing. All right. All right, it's uh coming up on eight seventeen now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's uh, let's take a look at sports again with uh, Ted Woodward. Ted? Yeah, we take a look at the Christmas Day football yesterday. We had it right here on KNSS on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty, your radio home of the Chiefs. Mitch Holtis had the call, the Kansas City Chiefs on Christmas Day at Arrowhead Stadium, hosting their division rival, the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, if the Chiefs won yesterday, they would clinch the division title, get a playoff spot. Uh, yeah, it's a Christmas wish that did not come to fruition. Chiefs made two mistakes, two big mistakes in the second quarter. Had the lead, but then uh, the Chiefs made a mistake uh, through a through an interception, and uh, things did not go well. There was a fumble, and the, Ra- the Raiders capitalized and got a touchdown. So you get right back at it and try again. <laughs> Chiefs are three by one. And on first down, a short roll, right sideline, throws intercepted. Picked off on the far side. This is going to be a pick six for the Raiders by Jack Jones. The Raiders are going to get two defensive scores in the matter of just seconds. It was a sprint out action. They tried to go to the far side to Justin Watson. And this is what the Raiders did to the Chargers last week. But a scoop and score by Bilal Nichols and now a pick six by Jack Jones. And the Raiders all of a sudden go up 15-7. to seven. And the Chiefs would not be able to recover from that. The Raiders won the game, and, uh, boy, it just is not a good Christmas day for the Chiefs. But the Chiefs, a weird game. Aiden O'Connell did not complete a pass in the second half. 0 for 6, according to our statistician, Bernie Haney. It is 12 defensive points in a span of 12 seconds. In four different offensive possessions, the Chiefs had the ball for 21 minutes and got just seven points. Held on downs on a couple of occasions, but the Chiefs will fall to nine and six. And we'll try to have to figure it out as they get ready to play the Cincinnati Bengals on a short week. And the Bengals have extra days to prepare for Kansas City like the last four opponents have had. And so the Chiefs have got to figure this out. Final score, the Raiders win on this Christmas Day game, 20-14 to 14 over the Chiefs. Chiefs have lost three of their last four. Uh, the Chiefs are still in the number three spot in the conference with two weeks to go, but they have not clinched a playoff spot yet. Still two games to go, and they're not in the postseason. And they've been very average at home this year, four and four at home at Arrowhead Stadium. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Yeah, no, listen, they, get, they got after us uh, defensively, and, um, you know, we, I've got to make sure I'm putting the guys in the right position to make plays and, and, you know, I didn't do a very good job there. So, um, I'll take responsibility for this. I mean, that's, uh, that should never happen uh, to our football team and, uh, absolutely starts right here. And here's Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think just the mistakes offensively. Uh, I thought defense played a good game. Uh, just two mistakes that uh, gave them two touchdowns there down the when you're backed up um, in their red zone. So um, you just can't do that, especially when defense is playing like they're playing. So I just got to be better in that sense and not making those mistakes and uh, try to find a way to play the game um, in the best way to win it. All right, there you have it, and uh, they'll talk about it tonight. It's the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That'll be at 6 o'clock this evening over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, hosted by Mitch Holtis. The Chiefs have a home game against the Bengals coming up on New Year's Eve. 
lot to talk about tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Once again, 6 o'clock over on KFH. College football, it's time for a bowl game tonight in Phoenix. It's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Kansas taking on UNLV. Jayhawks are 8-4. and four. Rebels are 9-4. and four. That'll kick off at 8 o'clock tonight, nationally televised on ESPN. First bowl game for UNLV in nine years. Meanwhile, back-to-back bowl games for KU for only the second time in program history. FanDuel does not expect this to be a low-scoring game. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite and expects this to be the highest-scoring bowl game for the rest of the way of the college football season. We're under at 67-and-a-half for tonight's game, so... See if it's a shootout like uh, FanDuel and Vegas expects. There you go. The Well, Vegas meaning the Vegas casinos, not the school. That's who KU is playing. The KU and UNLV. That'll kick off at 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN. Jayhawks are 8-4. and four, Rebels are 9-4. and four. That's the guaranteed rate bowl tonight in Phoenix. And in the NBA yesterday on Christmas Day, the Denver Nuggets win at home, beat the Golden State Warriors 120-114. to Coming off the bench for the Nuggets, former Kansas Jayhawk Christian Brown made a couple of three-pointers, two for two from three-point range for six points. Nuggets have won five in a row. They're in the number two spot in the Western Conference. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 8.21 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Is Bidenomics a bad word for Democrats? That's coming up. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward. 8.30 here on this Tuesday morning. 31 degrees. Emergency crews were on the scene of a structure fire. In East Wichita, Christmas Day, it began around noon near the intersection of Douglas and Linden Drive. The structure is an old, multi-purpose building for the independent school. Fire crews reported heavy fire and smoke showing. Due to these fire conditions, firefighters went into defensive operations, and the building was reported as vacant. About 2,300 customers lost power in northwest Wichita Saturday night. Evergy crews restored power about 8.45 p.m. Saturday in the area around Newmarket Square near 21st and Mays Road. A mall was closed down on Christmas Eve after a fight broke out between two groups in Colorado Springs. One person was killed. Colorado Springs police say they responded to calls of shots fired at the Citadel Mall Sunday afternoon. They say it appears a fight had broken out between two groups. One man was found dead from a gunshot wound. Two others were wounded and taken to hospitals. A woman also suffered minor injuries. The mall was then closed after that. Police said in a statement on X, formerly known as Twitter, that they detained a number of people as part of their investigation, but they haven't announced any arrests yet. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Preliminary Kansas job estimates from the Kansas Department of Labor showing a seasonally adjusted unemployment rate of 2.9% last month. This is unchanged from October and even a year ago, which remains near historic lows as the state's labor market remains tight. Seasonally adjusted job estimates for Kansas indicate total private sector and government employment increased by 2,700 from October. Private sector jobs increased by 2,100 over the month while the government jobs increased by 600. Since November 2022, Kansas's seasonally adjusted total private sector and government jobs have increased by 14,300, 
This change is due to an increase of 6,600 private sector jobs and an increase of 7,700 government jobs. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The president of Belarus says Russia has completed its shipments of nuclear weapons to his country. The shipments of tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus has raised strong concerns in neighboring Poland and elsewhere in the region. President Alexander Lukashenko said the shipments were actually completed in October, but he didn't give details on how many weapons were sent or where they've been deployed. Tactical nuclear weapons intended for use on the battlefield have a shorter range and lower yield than nuclear warheads. Lukashenko said that hosting Russian nuclear weapons in his country is meant to deter aggression by Poland, a NATO member. Poland is offering neighboring Ukraine military, humanitarian and political backing in its fight against Russia's invasion. Deborah Valentine, Fox News. Pope Francis used his Christmas Day address to call for peace in the world. Pope Francis delivering his annual Orbi et Orbi address from St. Peter's Basilica, taking particular aim at the arms industry. The human heart is weak and impulsive. If we find instruments of death in our hands, sooner or later we'll use them. And how can we even speak of peace when arms production, sales, and trade are on the rise? The pontiff, through an interpreter, also citing child victims of the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. In the lives of all those little ones whose childhood has been devastated by war, these are the little Jesuses of today. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. An area of low pressure is spinning nearby that will continue to slide our direction that will increase chances of snow throughout the day. It'll be breezy with a high 36. Cloudy tonight with precipitation coming to an end. Our low 29. Partly sunny and breezy Wednesday with a high 37. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now light snow in the area, 31 degrees. We have a southwest wind gusting to 25 miles per hour. 834, Stevens Head of the Morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Time for the Blur Entertainment News with Ted Woodward. Ted? Laura Lynch, a co-founder of the Dixie Chicks, died at the age of 65 in a car crash. Laura Lynch, a founding member of the Dixie Chicks, was killed in a car crash, leaving the music world, her family and friends, mourning her tragic loss. The Texas Department of Public Safety confirmed the deadly crash happened around 545 Friday afternoon near Cornudas, Texas, about 70 miles east of El Paso. Investigators say the driver of a Dodge Ram heading west tried to pass another vehicle on a two-way undivided portion of the highway, crossed into Lynch's lane and hit her Ford F-150 head-on. She was pronounced dead at at the scene, the other driver was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Texas DPS tells me authorities determined that the other driver is at fault. And that's Fox's Christina Coleman with that report. The sister of Nick and Aaron Carter has died. Bobby Jean Carter was 41 years old. Her mother, Jane Carter, saying in a statement, she's in shock and, quote, will need time to process the terrible reality of this happening for the third time. Aaron Carter passed away last year at age 34 from an accidental drowning caused by the effects of a generic form of Xanax and inhaling compressed air. And in 2012, their sister Leslie died of an apparent overdose at age 25. Bobby Jean Carter's other sister, Angel, posting a heartfelt tribute on Instagram, saying in part, I'm sorry you didn't have an opportunity for a better life. Ending her message, I love you, BJ, you're free now. 
Her official cause of death has not been revealed. Monica DeLuca, Fox News. Beyonce's childhood home in Texas burned to the ground yesterday on Christmas Day. Records show that the Knowles family lived inside this very home in the third ward until Beyonce was about five years old and it was listed for sale back in 2018 for half a million dollars. But now it has heavy fire damage. Now we don't have a known cause of the fire just yet. The Houston Fire Department tells us they got the call around 2 a.m. And thankfully, everyone who was inside was able to get out before firefighters even got on scene. Now as for what's next, the arson team will come in and do their investigation into the cause of the fire, but that is just customary and does not mean that they do have a suspicion that this was caused by arson. Reporting in the third ward, Shelby Rose, Fox News. Actor Charlie Sheen assaulted in his Malibu home by a neighbor. There have been ongoing issues between Sheen and the suspect in this case, his neighbor, a 47-year-old woman named Electra Schrock. A source close to Sheen told TMZ that he heard the two talking recently and saying something to the effect of letting bygones be bygones. The L.A. County Sheriff's Office says they responded to Sheen's home Wednesday afternoon for a battery disturbance call. They identified Sheen as the victim and Schrock as the suspect. She was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. Now, this is not her first run-in with the law. Court records show she was charged with elder-dependent adult cruelty in March. She pleaded no contest and was released on a $25,000 bond. Now she's back in custody. And that's Fox's Christina Coleman with that report in Los Angeles. Ricky Gervais getting backlash again over a joke. A Change.org petition is calling for a joke to be removed about the British comedian's contributions to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, arguing that it uses profanity and a slur and is insensitive. The joke in question begins with Gervais saying that he does make videos for the terminally ill children and always starts them with the sentence, why didn't you wish to get better? And goes on to use an expletive and insensitive language. However, in the same clip put out, he defends his premise. I don't even use that word in real life, the R word. Uh, You just used it, Rick. Yeah, in a joke. That's not real life, is it? I'm playing a, a role. The Emmy Award winner defending it again in a BBC radio interview saying 99% of the criticism he faces is faux offense from people who want to be heard. Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. Let's see how the Christmas movie weekend went at the box office. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom comes in first place in its opening weekend. The sequel to the 2018 blockbuster starring Jason Momoa pulled in $30 million at North American theaters and is projected to make $43 million through Christmas. Half a billion people from every known species in the sea call this place home. That doesn't mean they all like me. Wonka in second place during its second week of release, bringing in $18.8 million. The film tells the original story of Willy Wonka and his early days as a chocolatier. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that. Reverse it. Migration rounds out the top three. The animated adventure comedy pulled in $13 million in its opening weekend. Pam Puso, Fox News. 
Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox Celebrity Profile with pop star Tiffany. The Christmas song with angels all around. So tell me what inspired it. Well, I've always wanted to write a Christmas song and I've tried over the years. And I wanted to really write something that would stay with you throughout just the season, but throughout the year, something you could reflect back on. Because I think Christmas time and the holidays, for me at least, they, they do that for me. I think about my grandma, all my family members that passed away, all the crazy Christmas that you complained about, but now you cherish those memories. She is decorating angel ornaments to go with it to benefit the Children's Miracle Network. You know, I've had a chance to meet a lot of the kids. I've gotten a chance to hear their stories and see them grow and see them stay in the fight, the challenges that they go through. Hear the parents' stories and uh, anything I can do to support that because, you know, the victory is another year, another year, but that child has more needs. Ashley Devorkin, Fox News. Here we are on the morning after Christmas. It's December 26, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is National Thank You Note Day. It all started back in ancient times with the Egyptians and Chinese societies, and nowadays celebrated by sending a note of gratitude for the gifts you received. On this day in 1991, Jack Ruby's gun sells for $220,000 in auction. He shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, who assassinated President John F. Kennedy. American Colin O'Brady is the first person to cross Antarctica solo and unassisted after 54 days across the Ross Ice Shelf in 2018. In 1776, George Washington defeats the Hessians in the Battle of Trenton in the American Revolutionary War. In 1862, the first U.S. Navy hospital ship enters service. Born on this day in 1979, former American Idol contestant Chris Daughtry. I'm C.J. Papa. That's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Gymnast Simone Biles reacting to criticism of her husband's remarks. During the December 19th episode of The Pivot, the husband of Olympic gymnast Simone Biles said he was the catch in their relationship and that he didn't know who she was before they met on the dating app Raya in 2020. After the comments garnered him backlash online, Simone had one thing to say to critics, quote, Are y'all done yet? The Olympian tied the knot with NFL player Jonathan Owens in April. Monica DeLuca, Fox News. Happy birthday today to Duke Fakir, founding member of the Motown Quartet, the Four Tops. Founded that group 70 years ago. He's a teenager. He's a tenor. He's the group's only surviving original member. Of course, one of the legendary Motown groups. 14 chart hits in the uh, over the years. One of the biggest recording groups of the 60s, rather. Uh, listed at number 77 in Billboard Magazine's Top 100 Artists of All Time. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Hollywood Walk of Fame, Vocal Group Hall of Fame, Grammy Hall of Fame, Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. What a career for Duke Fakir, the founding members of the Four Tops. It's his birthday. He is 88 years old today. How about this guy, Carol Spinney? Today would have been his 90th birthday. Of course, long-time work on the Muppets. He was the voice of Oscar the Grouch and the voice of Big Bird. <laughs> Appearance in the Muppet movie. Hey, Fuzzy, look up ahead. What is that? Well, maybe we should give him a ride. I don't know. He's pretty big. Hey there, one of them. Oh, no thanks. 
I'm on my way to New York City to try to break into public television. Good luck. Carol Spinney passed away recently. Today would have been his 90th birthday. The voice of Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. All right. Today is the 50th anniversary of the movie The Exorcist. Released on the day after Christmas. Warner Brothers did not expect it to be a big hit. They were wrong. The Exorcist. I'm a friend of your mother's. I'd like to help you. You want to loosen the straps? I'm afraid you might hurt yourself, Reagan. I'm not Reagan. I see. Well, then let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. And I'm the devil. Now kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karras. Where's Reagan? In here, with us. How long are you planning to stay in Reagan? Until she rots and lies stinking in the earth. Well, that's a fun day after Christmas release. (sighs) Yikes. First horror film to be nominated for Best Picture. It lost that year to The Sting. Highest grossing R-rated horror film for decades until the movie It. Huge pop culture, uh, one of the, regarded as one of the greatest horror films ever made. It's on the National Film Registry. They made this for $12 million, which at the time was considered way over budget. It has grossed $441 million over the years. The film was not previewed for critics. It had a very limited release at first. Warner Brothers thought it was going to fail. Well, boy, it didn't. In fact, it became a, it eventually surpassed My Fair Ladies as Warner Brothers' most successfully financial film was successfully. And they booked it only in white theaters, in white neighborhoods, in big cities. They didn't think they didn't think black viewers wanted to see this. And it, it turns out they put this movie in the, all these white neighborhoods, and black people flocked to see The Exorcist. So they finally started releasing Hello. it in every neighborhood, yeah. no matter what uh, racial com- yeah. quotient was of the uh, of the population. Second most popular film of the year ended up being the top grosser of the year. Nominated for ten Oscars, it won two. The Exorcist. It came out 50 years ago on this day. That's Entertainment News in the Blur with Steve and Ted. Brought to you by Pizza John's in Derby. Of course, right there at 208 South Baltimore. Stop by Pizza John's for lunch. Open Monday through Saturday. Pizza John's in Derby. Stephen Ted of the morning, 845. And coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Local nursing homes near capacity. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 851 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Football Chiefs offense takes Christmas Day off. Raiders 20, Kansas City 14. A winter storm brings blizzard conditions to much of the Great Plains, including parts of Kansas. Congress returns to Washington this week and may take a serious look at the southern border challenge. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Continue to be careful today. Slick spots on the roadways, a possibility out there. The gasoline prices this morning... Here in the Wichita area, they're at that high end, still two seventy nine a gallon, and that's 
That's pretty common, but we've got uh, lower prices out there as well, especially over in West Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and down at 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. 50% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 35 degrees. Yesterday's high was 35. Less than a half inch of snow accumulation is possible. 20% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low 28. Wednesday, partly sunny. At tomorrow's high, 36 degrees. Now light showers and 31 degrees. Southwest wind gusting to 25 miles per hour. Stephen Thin in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, we had a mixed close on Wall Street Friday, three days ago. This morning, trading is underway as we begin the week on Wall Street. The Dow is trading up 37 points. S&P's up almost 10 points, and the NASDAQ is up more than 49 points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Wichita, Dodge City, Garden City, and Manhattan airports are seeing more customers and fewer flights. That's because the airlines are bringing in bigger planes. Valerie Wise is the Air Service Department and Marketing Manager at Wichita's Eisenhower National Airport. She says the airlines are upgaging or increasing to larger aircraft because the smaller regional jets are not economical to operate. The passenger base for the airports in Wichita, Dodge City, and Garden City have all increased since 2019. Because of the pandemic, that was the highest passenger count until this year. And uh, on average, nursing homes in the Wichita area are approximately 86% occupied. That's according to data from the Wichita Business Journal's list of the area's largest facilities. Blue Stem Communities, which has facilities in North Newton and in Heston, remains the largest nursing home in the area with 170 licensed beds, which is up from 162 compared to 2022. It's roughly 89% occupied, according to the Wichita Business Journal data. And... uh, A Paramount Community Living and Rehab, located in Newton, dropped from number two to number five on the list, following a 32% decrease in the number of licensed beds, though it's nearly fully occupied. That's local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Colton Pfeiffer of Monroe, Michigan, has just set the world record for the largest nasal septum piercing. Pfeiffer has managed to stretch the initial piercing hole, which he got when he was 18, to 2.6 centimeters. He told Guinness... You've already got two holes there. It's called your nostrils. Keepers of world records that he began stretching the hole about five years after getting Mm. the initial piercing. Fun. You can see this thing at knssradio.com. Check it out. I highly recommend it for anyone who's into piercing. And for anyone else who wants to see something that is truly, truly obnoxious, this is <laughs> silly. That's on our webpage, knssradio.com. All right, Ted, back to back to the old salt mines here after three days off. Back to work. Work, 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 work. Christmas is over. New Year's is coming. And we're going to uh, have an exciting week this week, keeping you posted on all that's going on in the world. And uh, have, we hope to have some entertaining talk for you all week long. Stephen Town in the morning. Very good. Stay tuned. Glenn Beck is on the way. Glenn Beck right here on KNSS. And in our top of the hour news this morning at 9 o'clock, is Congress ready to do something about the border? If you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. 
Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, and news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have light snow in the area now, fog and a chilly 29 degrees with a gusty wind from the southwest. A woman from Wichita is dead after a Christmas Day crash five miles west of Larned. The highway patrol says weather conditions were a factor. 86-year-old Evelyn Reese of Wichita was killed in the crash. 27-year-old Braden Smith of Larned was hospitalized in Wichita with possibly serious injuries. Two people suffered minor injuries. The Highway Patrol reports a pickup driven by Braden Smith went out of control on snow and ice, crashing head-on with a car containing four people. The Cowley County Sheriff has released a statement saying the body of missing 69-year-old Janet Spoon was found in a pond west of Winfield. Spoon had gone missing after her car broke down. Her car was found disabled. An autopsy is pending on the cause of death. Lawmakers will have much to do when they return from the holiday break. Border security is among top concerns. Fox's Jad Pergram tells us more from Washington, D.C. is now consuming most debates in Washington. The administration engaged late in the talks, and now the discussions are on pause until Wednesday. That means if they are able to get a deal, Congress will not wrestle with this until well into January. Some Democrats oppose a middle ground on border security because of potential changes to asylum and parole. That's posing a problem for the administration grappling with the status of people who crossed the border illegally. And there are some Republicans who are resistant to any border security pact at all. That's why it's a challenge to forge a deal. Texas Governor Greg Abbott continues to send migrants at the border to many Democrat-led sanctuary cities. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson is threatening to sue. Blizzard conditions are striking millions in the Great Plains. Fox's Matt Finn has the story. A powerful and dangerous winter storm is continuing to intensify across the Great Plains. And it's packing quite the punch, bringing heavy snow, strong winds, ice and sleet to the region. Right now, more than a half million people in South Dakota and Nebraska are under blizzard warnings. Some places could see more than a foot of snow before it's over. The same system will bring soaking rain to the south, Midwest and East Coast by midweek. Near zero visibility, blowing snow and high winds have led to crashes and closed roads in the northern plains. War rages on in the Middle East as the Israeli defense system works to expand their operations in Gaza. Fox's Trey Yinkst has the latest from Tel Aviv. The Israelis say the bodies of five hostages were found in this intricate network of tunnels. This week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's wife, Sarah, wrote a letter to Pope Francis asking for help to pressure Hamas to free the remaining hostages. Thousands of miles away in Vatican City, Pope Francis delivered his traditional Christmas Eve mass. He didn't mention the Israelis or Palestinians by name, but said this. Tonight, our hearts are in Bethlehem, where the prince of peace is once more rejected by the futile logic of war, by the clash of arms that even today prevents him from finding room in the world. A little-known fact about Gaza, there are actually 800 Palestinian Christians who live there. 17 Israeli soldiers were killed over the weekend. 
A suspect is in custody after a standoff in South Wichita overnight Saturday near 31st and Palisade. A police SWAT unit on the scene went inside the residence around 7 a.m. Sunday where the suspect was asleep. Police say the situation was resolved peacefully. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS. 30 degrees right now, gusty southwest wind making it feel like about 17. President Joe Biden has ordered retaliatory airstrikes against Iranian-backed militia troops. At groups, that is, after three U.S. service members were injured in a drone attack in northern Iraq. National Security Council spokeswoman Adrian Watson said one of the U.S. troops suffered critical injuries in the attack that occurred early Monday. Former President Donald Trump is fighting the 91 state and federal criminal charges against him. A report now from Fox's David Spunt. Former President Donald Trump making a late Saturday pitch to a federal appeals court, hoping the judges will throw out charges relating to attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. In the filing, Trump's team calls his criminal indictment unlawful and unconstitutional, writing President Trump has absolute immunity from prosecution for his official acts as president. The indictment alleges only official acts, so it must be dismissed. The filing comes a day after the U.S. Supreme Court declined to fast-track the case, a temporary blow for special counsel Jack Smith. Smith wanted the January 6th trial to start on March 4th, one day before Super Tuesday. But the ruling will likely cause the trial to be delayed. No Powerball winner over the weekend. The Christmas night drawing bringing no massive gift to anyone as no tickets matched all six numbers to claim the $638 million prize. The jackpot inching even higher toward Wednesday night's drawing. There were three lucky winners who will take home a million dollars for matching all five white numbers and two more won two million each with the power play option. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. And right now, KDOT listing most of the highways here in the Wichita area as uh, uh, potentially slippery due to uh, treated pavement or even snow on the uh, highways. So things could be a little slippery out there today. A few of the others are actually uh, listed as covered in snow and blowing snow. That's mostly uh, K-96 uh, to the north and west of the uh, Wichita area. But, uh, yeah, things could be a little slippery out there today. Be extra careful. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With occasional snow this morning, it is going to remain breezy and cold today with a high temperature 36. Cloud cover will stick with us overnight. Tello 29, then partly sunny and breezy through much of Wednesday with a high in the upper 30s. Flight conditions Wednesday night and Thursday with a high 39. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees, southwest wind gusting to 26 miles per hour. Steve at the end of the morning. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Taking a look at the radar this morning, uh, Wichita now is uh, out of precipitation for a little bit, it looks like. But there is a huge area. It covers straight west of here from Wichita, clear out to Colorado. Up north then uh, to the entire, oh, it's got two-thirds to three-quarters of the state now. It's getting some kind of precipitation. 
including up the uh, up the uh, Turnpike to uh, Topeka and in the Kansas City area. A little, not much to the south, but uh, if this is all swirling uh, from northeast to southwest and back up to north northeast, so it's kind of been a great big circular pattern right now, but uh, obvious from the radar that we are going to see a little more precipitation throughout the day here in south-central Kansas. And that wind, <laughs> southwest at 26 miles per hour, yikes. Yeah, what's our wind chill? Uh, about, I think about 17 minutes ago. This is the uh, 26th day of uh, December, of course, day after Christmas. We had a cloudy, windy, colder day across central Kansas Monday for Christmas. Wichita's high temperature was just 35 degrees. A normal high for the date is 44. So, a cold one. Uh, kind of a dreary day, really. On this date in 2004, more than 230,000 people, mostly in southern Asia, were killed by a 100-foot tsunami triggered by a 9.1-magnitude earthquake beneath the Indian Ocean. I guess I'd forgotten about that. A quarter of a million, almost a quarter of a million people killed by a Mm 10-foot wave, 100-foot wave, 100-foot. I can't stop. That's unbelievable. It has to be believable because it happened. That was in 2004 on this date. The typically bustling biblical birthplace of Jesus looked like a ghost town. That was empty. Celebrations in Bethlehem called off because of the Israel-Hamas war. The festive lights and Christmas tree that decorate Manger Square are missing, as are the throngs of foreign tourists who normally gather each year for the holiday. Dozens of Palestinian security forces patrolled the empty square. All of the gift shops in the square were shuttered, save for one. Cold weather and pouring rain added to the dismal atmosphere. That's at the... Uh, the site of Jesus' birth there in, in uh, Bethlehem. Wow. I'd like to go there. That'd be someplace on my list. Have you ever, you've never been there, have you? Oh, no. Man. I think it would be very, very, very interesting. You know, uh, let's talk about reindeer for a minute, okay? Okay. They're famous, of course, for pulling Santa's sleigh. It's their vision that really sets them apart. Finding food in a barren landscape is challenging, but researchers from Dartmouth College in New Hampshire and the University of St. Andrews in Scotland say reindeer eyes may have evolved to uh, allow them to easily spot their preferred meal. Ah. Unlike other mammals, reindeer can see light in the ultraviolet spectrum, and the light-colored lichen they largely subsist on absorbs UV rays. That means while humans would have trouble seeing it against the snow, it stands out to reindeer. They apparently have really... They have large eyes. Really good vision. Hey, got to find that food in the tundra. That's right. Put Rudolph up up front there to navigate. Let's see what's going on today. Well, Christmas is over. We're back in here for a a short short week, Ted. Just four days. But it should be fun. (laughs) This is the time of the year when your city and county offices pretty much shut down, state offices. Mm -hmm. As far as news is concerned, that kind of Although they're open... They're open, they're open this week. They're not having meetings or anything right. like that. So it's, news-wise, it's going to be a little, uh, could be a little slow, as we put it. It's never slow in news. Never There's slow. always something going okay. on. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you had a good Christmas with your family. We'll get into that a little bit later on this morning, talk about what we did. I'd just like to point out real quick that uh, we did have our final uh, $98 winner on, on our Taco Bell Christmas cash. At, uh, her name was Katie. This was at the South Meridian and 235 store on Friday afternoon. 
and uh, she was happy. Good. I posted a photo of her on our webpage, or on our Facebook, I mean, and uh, she's got a great big smile on her face. All right, so next well, year, Who's maybe, not smiling? You get 98 bucks. I hope that next year we do it all over again. I hope so, too. <laughs> all right, it's uh, six coming up on 617, Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Yeah, we had the Kansas City Chiefs in action yesterday on Christmas Day at Arrowhead Stadium, taking on their division rival, the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs, a double-digit favorite going into this one. <laughs> Ooh, it was not a good Christmas day for the Chiefs. And, in fact, uh, mistakes cost the Chiefs in this one. In fact, back-to-back mistakes by the offense in the second quarter defined this entire game in just a matter of seconds. Mitch Holtis had the call. It was right here on KNSS. Chiefs are three by one. And on first down, a short roll. Right sideline throws intercepted. Picked off on the far side. This is going to be a pick six for the Raiders by Jack Jones. The Raiders are going to get two defensive scores in the matter of just seconds. It was a sprint out action. They tried to go to the far side to Justin Watson. And this is what the Raiders did to the Chargers last week. But a scoop and score by Bilal Nichols, and now a pick six by Jack Jones, and the Raiders all of a sudden go up 15-7. to And on a weird Christmas day, the Chiefs could not come back. But the Chiefs, a weird game. Aiden O'Connell did not complete a pass in the second half. 0 for 6, according to our statistician, Bernie Haney. It is 12 defensive points in a span of 12 seconds. In four different offensive possessions, the Chiefs had the ball for 21 minutes and got just seven points. Held on downs on a couple of occasions, but the Chiefs will fall to nine and six. And we'll try to have to figure it out as they get ready to play the Cincinnati Bengals on a short week, and the Bengals have extra days to prepare for Kansas City like the last four opponents have had. And so the Chiefs have got to figure this out. Final score, the Raiders win on this Christmas Day game, 20-14 to 14 over the Chiefs. Chiefs have lost three of their last four. With a win, they could have clinched the division title. Didn't get that done. The Chiefs still are not in the postseason with two weeks to go. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Yeah, no, listen, they, get, they got after us uh, defensively. And, um, you know, we I've got to make sure I'm putting the guys in the right position to make plays and, and you know, I didn't do a very good job there. So um, I'll take responsibility for this. I mean, that's uh, that should never happen uh, to our football team. And uh, absolutely starts right here. And here's Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think it's just the mistakes offensively. Uh, I thought defense played a good game. Uh, just two mistakes that uh, gave them two touchdowns there down the when you're backed up um, in their red zone. So um, you just can't do that, especially when defense is playing like they're playing. So I just got to be better in that sense and not making those mistakes and uh, try to find a way to play the game um, in the best way to win it. Chiefs will not be the number one seed going into the postseason if they even make the postseason. But Maybe that's all for the better because the Chiefs aren't very good at home. They're four and four at home. They're better on the road. So we'll see what happens here with two weeks to go. By the way, they'll talk about it tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, six o'clock this evening, hosted by Mitch Holtis. That'll be over on ninety-seven five and twelve forty KFH. Just think about it. the defense only gave up one touchdown. They have zero touchdowns. Zero. Both those two were defensive fit. scores by the Raiders. Oh. They didn't score a touchdown against the Chiefs defense, and the Chiefs still lost. 
Wait a minute, there's 12, 14. And then how did they get the other uh, two field, field goals. goals? Okay. I got you. Yeah. So they didn't feel. Yeah. The defense doesn't allow a touchdown, your team still loses. That clubhouse has got to be quite a place, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it, it's not. I can tell you right now, it's not good. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, college football, where tonight we have bowl game action. It's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix. Kansas taking on UNLV. Jayhawks are 8-4. and four. KU is in bowl games back-to-back times for only the second time in program history. UNLV is in a bowl game for the first time in nine years. Jayhawks and the running Rebels. KU is 8-4. and four. Rebels are 9-4. and four. That game will kick off at 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN. FanDuel does not expect this to be a defensive struggle. <laughs> FanDuel has KU as a 12.5-point favorite and the highest-scoring bowl game for the remainder of the college football season. Oh. Got the over-under at 67.5 tonight. Should be fun. Expecting it to be a high-scoring game between the Rebels and the Jayhawks. KU bowl game action. 8 o'clock tonight kickoff in Phoenix. That will be nationally televised on ESPN. And a happy birthday today to one of the great baseball players that came through Wichita. Chris Chambliss yes. is 75 years old today. The guy that only played 113 games in the minor leagues. And they were all right here right in here. Wichita with yeah. the Arrows. With that first Arrows team in 1970, he won the American Association batting title. Batted 342. He was the number one overall pick in the January 1970 draft. Played for UCLA. Played with the Anchorage Glacier Pilots in the National Baseball Congress World Series in 1969. He was the MVP of that World Series with a 583 batting average. So apparently he enjoyed playing in Lawrence Dumont Stadium. Or Lawrence Stadium at that time. In both the NBC and the minor leagues. Played 17 years in the big leagues, American League Rookie of the Year with the Cleveland Indians, won two World Series rings with the Yankees, and four more World Series rings in the late 90s when he was the hitting coach for the Yankees. Wow. So he's got six World Series rings. Hit the game-winning home run for the American League pennant in 1976 when the Yankees beat the Royals. Yep, I remember that. And Chris Chambliss' cousin was KU basketball star JoJo White. I didn't know that. Happy oh. birthday to the great Chris Chambliss, former Wichita Arrows player. He is 75 today. Sports with Stephen Ted brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve the veterans that served our nation. Located in Northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. All right, keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Then we've got traffic and weather coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodford. 30 degrees here at 6.30 on this Tuesday morning. Emergency crews were on the scene of a structure fire in East Wichita Christmas Day. It began around noon near the intersection of Douglas and Linden Drive. The structure is an old multi-purpose building for the independent school. Fire crews reported heavy fire and smoke showing. Due to these fire conditions, firefighters went into a defensive operation. The building was reported as vacant. About 2,300 customers lost power in northwest Wichita on Saturday night. Unknown reason. Evergy crews restored power at about 8.45 p.m. Saturday in the area around New Market Square near 21st and Mays Road. A mall was closed down on Christmas Eve after a fight broke out between two groups in Colorado Springs. One person was killed. Colorado Springs police say they responded to calls of shots fired at the Citadel Mall Sunday afternoon. They say it appears a fight had broken out between two groups. 
One man was found dead from a gunshot wound. Two others were wounded and taken to hospital. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. A woman also suffered minor injuries. The mall was then closed after that. Police said in a statement on X, formerly known as Twitter, that they detained a number of people as part of their investigation, but they haven't announced any arrests yet. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Preliminary Kansas job estimates from the Kansas Department of Labor show a seasonally adjusted unemployment rate of 2.9% last month. This is unchanged from October and even a year ago, which remains near historic lows as the state's labor market remains tight. Seasonally adjusted job estimates for Kansas indicate total private sector and government employment increased by 2,700 from October. Private sector jobs increased by 2,100 over the month while the government jobs increased by 600. Since November 2022, Kansas's seasonally adjusted total private sector and government jobs have increased by 14,300. This change is due to an increase of 6,600 private sector jobs and an increase of 7,700 government jobs. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The president of Belarus says Russia has completed its shipments of tactical nuclear weapons to his country. The shipments of tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus has raised strong concerns in neighboring Poland and elsewhere in the region. President Alexander Lukashenko said the shipments were actually completed in October, but he didn't give details on how many weapons were sent or where they've been deployed. Tactical nuclear weapons intended for use on the battlefield have a shorter range and lower yield than nuclear warheads. Lukashenko said that hosting Russian nuclear weapons in his country is meant to deter aggression by Poland, a NATO member. Poland is offering neighboring Ukraine military, humanitarian, and political backing in its fight against Russia's invasion. Deborah Valentine, Fox News. Pope Francis used his Christmas Day address to call for peace in the world. Pope Francis delivering his annual Orbi et Orbi address from St. Peter's Basilica, taking particular aim at the arms industry. The human heart is weak and impulsive. If we find instruments of death in our hands, sooner or later we'll use them. And how can we even speak of peace when arms production, sales, and trade are on the rise? The pontiff through an interpreter, also citing child victims of the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas. In the lives of all those little ones whose childhood has been devastated by war, these are the little Jesuses of today. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. 
Good morning. An area of low pressure is spinning nearby that will continue to slide our direction that will increase chances of snow throughout the day. It'll be breezy with a high 36. Cloudy tonight with precipitation coming to an end. Our low 29. Partly sunny and breezy Wednesday with a high 37. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees. We have a southwest wind gusting to 26 Ooh. miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. 26th day of December, of course, one day after uh, Christmas. And is on this date in 1966, Kwanzaa was first celebrated. Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture. It goes from December 26th to January 1st. Kwanzaa is underway. U.S. land managers are planning to round up more than 2,800 wild horses across four Nevada counties beginning this week. The Bureau of Land Management says the current population is more than six times what it should be, and there's not enough water and forage to support that number. Too many horses out there. Too many horses. Chris Mitchell, the agency's Humboldt River field office manager, says herd overpopulation and severe drought conditions are having cumulative impacts on Mm -hmm. public lands. Horses that are rounded up will undergo health checks and will be put up for adoption. So we should adopt a horse, Ted. You can stay at your house, he or she. Let's see here. This is this is one for our OBGYNs out there. Okay. Listening, okay. An Alabama woman with a double uterus and two cervixes has given birth to two babies after carrying one of them in each uterus. This is bizarre. Kelsey Hatcher gave birth to two girls Wednesday and Thursday after a combined 20 hours of labor. Hatcher was diagnosed with a double uterus, also uh, called uh, uterus uh, didelphus, when she was 17. The rare congenital condition occurs in three-tenths of a percent, uh, 0.3% of women. Would it be three-hundredths? Three-hundredths. This is according to a report published by the University of Alabama at Birmingham. The report says there is an estimated one in a million chance of carrying a baby in both uteri. Oh and she did it. She and that did it. it. Oh, my goodness. Strange. I'm not going to say freak, but that is strange in nature, no doubt about it. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And we are on a Tuesday morning. About an hour from now, we'll check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner this morning, see how he, his Christmas went. I know it went well because uh, Pete has a great big family, and they all do, do a lot of things together. You had probably had a great time with your family as well. Sure did. Had, um, had quite the feasts. Yeah. Um, Sunday and Monday, huh? I had uh, I did something strange, well, unusual for me. Shelly's having uh, some uh, problems with one of her hands and arm, and she's doing some rehab, and she had, can't use both hands like she could. So I had to help her make her potato casserole, mm-hmm. which is her signature home run casserole. It's absolutely terrific. I don't know if you've ever tasted it or not. Yes, yes. Well, it was it's a hit, and we're going to take it over to my daughter's house for for uh, Christmas Eve. So I had to I had to help and cut up the potatoes and, and grind them and everything and put in the cheese and came out great. Very nice, oh, well oh, done. Came out great. It was absolutely tasty. That's the gift of the magi, right there. No kidding. A baked potato mm. casserole. So that was just one of the highlights. And those, have you got any food highlights? Any special food highlights you want to share with your uh, with your feasts? Mm. The Woodward feasting. Oh, we had a big meat and cheese tray on Christmas Eve. All right. Ned, my brother Ned got it all fixed up. 
I made the sweet uh, Indian corn for yesterday's meal. Is that good? Oh, I love it. Probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we had a we had a good time. All right, Chris. We always like. Hey, we had turkey. We had turkey noodle soup yesterday. Outstanding. Yeah, it was tasty. Yeah, on a cold day like that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Six. I'm getting hungry now. Six thirty-eight. <laughs> Stephen Ted, the morning here on KNSS, and let's check in with uh, Breaker Breaker Bum Steer right now. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. <laughs> good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. The cattle complex recovered from negative early session trading back on Friday. The feeders had triple-digit gains while the live cattle were on the mixed side. Now, Friday's cattle on feed report had slightly larger on-feed and placement numbers than expected, so it's looked upon as being slightly negative. Cash cattle trade in Kansas Friday averaged around $171, and the lean hogs closed on the positive side Friday. At Friday's close, February live cattle down 15 cents at 168 52. March feeder cattle a dollar two higher, two twenty four forty, and Febbling hog seventy cents higher at seventy one thirty five. Now Friday saw typical holiday type trading with light volume and little fresh news. Only the soy oil and KC wheat closed on the negative side. Now Friday the railroad crossings into Mexico reopened. That was good news. And last week we saw March KC wheat lose twenty cents. March corn lost a dime. March soybeans lost twenty five cents for the week. Now the ag markets will reopen this morning at eight. 30 as they've been closed since Friday's closing. We did see on the close Friday, March Kansas City wheat down three and three quarters at 623. March corn was up a half a penny at 473. March soybeans up four and a half cents at 1306 and a quarter. Now at the moment, we do have trading the February crude oil 43 cents higher at $74 even. February gold $4.30 higher at 2073.40. The March S&P is up four points at 4809 and a quarter. March Dollar index four cents higher at 101.37, and March Dow Jones futures holding 17 points higher at 37,757. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 Go to Tom. Tom Radar showing you virtually the entire state, almost oh, about three quarters of the state covered with some sort of moisture right now. Could be rain, snow, or whatever here in Wichita, where not getting much at the moment, but looks like we could get. So, how are you doing in Augusta this morning? What's happening over there? Well, you know, we don't have nothing at the moment coming down, but we did have a little skiff of snow that's out there in places on the sidewalks and the streets. All right. How was your Christmas? Was it was it fun? It was not eventful. I mean, uh, Patty and I are going to be meeting up with the family later on. We didn't do it on Christmas Day, so we had a very quiet, peaceful uh, time together. All right. And just knock back and, and, and relax, huh? Yeah. Watch yeah. Kansas City Chiefs get beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of places that were quiet, how about Arrowhead Stadium <laughs> yeah. yesterday? Oh, is that good? <laughs> exactly. Somewhat pitiful, <laughs> I would say. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. We're back in here for another, uh, well, a shortened week, but here we are. Thanks. Uh, we'll talk with you tomorrow morning, Tom. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Preparing your portfolio returns. Aha! That's on the way with Stephen Tennant in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Tennant in the morning, KNSS, now 647 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Football Chiefs offense takes Christmas Day off. 
Raiders 20, Kansas City 14. Two. A winter storm brings blizzard conditions to much of the Great Plains, including Kansas. One. Congress returns to Washington this week and may take a serious look at the southern border challenge. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Actually, things are still looking fairly good out there as far as uh, what we're seeing is uh, in traffic on the roadways. However, uh, remember, we do have potential for some slippery spots out there, and so be extra careful today. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South and Broadway. In the former Kmart building, you can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. 50% chance for rain and snow today with a high of 35 degrees. Less than a half inch of snow accumulation is expected. 20% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low, 28. And on Wednesday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 36 degrees. Now a cloudy sky, 30 degrees. We have a southwest wind gusting to 26 miles per hour. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. An intriguing new mode of transportation is running into a roadblock. Fox on set. Looks like you won't be looping to work or to your next vacation. The Hyperloop was an idea, and perhaps a good idea, championed by tech magnate Elon Musk. Imagine riding a type of train on a track enclosed within a vacuum tube. The lack of air resistance would mean going faster than ever along the route, maybe even faster than 700 miles an hour. The idea of making the trip from Los Angeles to San Francisco in a half hour really got the attention of engineers and investors. But startup company Hyperloop One has been plagued by scandal and setback. Even Richard Branson pulled out now. And following delays, design flaws, and a lackluster test trip of speeds barely above 100, they're shutting down. It burned through hundreds of millions in capital and will now sell off its assets and intellectual property and lay off its workforce in the Nevada desert. With Fox on Tech. I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. Wall Street took a three-day weekend for Christmas. On Wall Street, stocks ending mix. The Dow down 18 points to finish at 37,386. The Nasdaq, though, up 29 to 14,993. The S&P 500 gained 9 to finish at 4,755. This on the last full week of trading for the year 2023. The Dow winners on the day, Intel, Amgen, Merck. The Dow losers, Nike, Walt Disney, and Home Depot. The Federal Reserve moving closer to its target goal on inflation, that according to a new Commerce Department report out today. An estimated 7.5 million Americans are traveling by air this holiday season. This is the Department of Transportation reports. It's investigating possible deceptive practices in airline loyalty programs. I'm Tom Graham, Fox News. Preparing your portfolio returns. Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning. When the news of the day refers to a great session for Wall Street, I generally smile and I'm awash in calm. But in reality, my diverse investment portfolio may have behaved differently. It's like seeing a live video feed from a beach in Belize or a sunny day in the mountains while I'm scraping ice from the windshield. 
Before you react to the day's market news, it's imperative to understand how you have invested. You and your certified financial pro have probably constructed investments that maximize investor returns as they fit fit within your own investment constraints. The general market news that you hear is just that, general market movement, not your portfolio movement. If you know what you own and why you own it, you should have a pretty good idea of how those investments generally behave during different market cycles. You will have an explanation of the combination of your investments and their volatility. If you invest to maximize portfolio returns, you may be removing the customization that is required specifically for you. This would be the wrong choice for someone who may be very close to retirement, and they may not have the time to hold investments for the long term, awaiting their rebound if they dip significantly. There may be a place in your diversified investments for a very aggressive bucket. This may be a portion of your portfolio that does actually behave like the more aggressive indices. It may be full of tech stocks that explode under some conditions and sink under others. Just remember that this is perhaps just 10 to 20% of your total investment picture. The rest of your book of investments may have alternative investment structures in real estate, commodities, or more stable, predictable income products that are designed to help mitigate the volatility of the rest of the portfolio investments. And, of course, if you have any questions about this, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267 0600. Thank you, Don. It's uh, 653 now here on this Tuesday morning, day after uh, day after Christmas. Today is National Whiners Day. <laughs> you know any good whiners, Ted? It allows an opportunity. Yeah, well, yeah, like everybody in town. It allows an opportunity to complain about just roughly anything. Yeah, Wichitans will complain about just about everything. If you want, you are allowed to whine about being too tired or overeating. Maybe you want to whine about having to go back to work or all the cleaning up you have to do. Are the lines long in the return aisle at the store? You can whine about that, too. The possibilities are endless on National Whiners Day. Get that tone in your voice kind of like this. Right? Whiners Day. Okay. I'd rather go back to the feelings we had on Christmas. Well, you know, I I get to say... I didn't get out and do that much shopping this year. I took my granddaughters with me to pick out something for Shelly at a store. And uh, we did great, the three of us, together. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, I wanted to say that I we dropped into, Shelly and I dropped into Office Max a couple times. On the west side for, I got a calendar, I got a this and that. And the times we were there, those people were very helpful. And I mean... Good. Not faking it. They had a smile on their face. They were enjoying the Christmas season. Of course, an Office Max this time of year is not overrun by shoppers either. No, not really. <laughs> you, you don't see people say, yeah, I'm going to give Dad a couple of reams of printer paper this year. <laughs> but uh, they, they, they got a good operation out there, and we, we enjoyed it. So, And we went to other stores, and it seemed like everybody was in a fairly good mood. How about you? Have you run into any grouches? Any whiners? Yeah, no more so than usual. Uh, Not everybody's behaving themselves. Yeah, yeah. all right. Going to be some people whining today about the Chiefs. I can tell you that Ugh. right now. Yikes. All right, Ted, 6.55 now. Steve, Ted in the morning, coming up 7 o'clock hours. Top of the hour news this morning. A woman from Wichita has been killed 
in a Christmas Day crash west of Larned. We have the story coming up with Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives Executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 